Hey mama, if you're anything like me, you may have never wanted to be a mom. And maybe along with that, you experienced some birth trauma. I get it. I did. I never wanted to be a mom either. And that's why I created this just for you. So follow along on this journey as I share with you my real life experiences and tips and tricks and all the things to help encourage and empower you along the way. Hey! Hi! Happy Wednesday, Mama! I am so grateful to be here with you today. And today's segment is just going to be so good. Uh, We are going to be diving into identity. (laughs) I'm sorry, if you hear my dog scratching the carpet in the background, like, that's just life. It's just life. Let's go with it. I just go with the flow, right? So, before we dive into that... I want to encourage you to spend some time in gratitude, whether that's right now you're pausing this episode, spending some time in prayer and gratitude, journaling your gratitude, whatever that might look like, or even after this episode. I just want to encourage you to spend that intentional time to shift your being because gratitude truly is powerful and it truly has the power to shift our mindset and to shift our energy and focus, right? So with that said, I also want to say, I cannot believe it, but we are less than a week away from the virtual faith-based birth trauma summit. Okay. So this is June 1st and 2nd. There are still tickets available, but we are only six. Nope. Yes, six days away. So go grab your ticket now. Don't let it get to the last minute because there might not be tickets or you might just forget. And we don't want that to be the case, right? So this is for you if you have experienced a birth that left you feeling empty, not worthy, like a failure, or any of those other negative things that kind of you were left with after your birth. Um, as well as those of you who might be the support system for moms whose moms, if I can talk today, who have experienced traumatic births or negative birth experiences. And I also want to add in that this is also for moms who experienced birth-related trauma. So whether that was during preconception, pregnancy, labor and birth, or postpartum, We want you to know that you matter and your story matters and we hear you and we see you and we want this to be an event that you can attend and just start your healing journey from because we're going to leave you with actionable steps. You're going to leave with a clear plan of action of starting your healing journey, of continuing your healing journey, and we're even going to dive into identity within all of that, all right? So... Before we dive into the nitty gritty of the episode, I'm going to ask you a few questions, okay? And think about if these ring true for you. Do you ever feel like a failure because of your birth experience? Many do, and I know I did. Now, what about this one? Do you ever feel like you're not enough as a mom, as a wife, as a woman? Yeah, me too. And in all that doubt, 
Do you ever also feel lost and confused with who you are, both inside and outside of motherhood? Have you lost touch with your identity? If you answered yes to any of these, you're not alone. Birth trauma often leads to identity loss, and there's a sense of loss in various areas, from autonomy being stripped to literal skills being lost and questioning your worth and purpose. As women of faith, there's often a spiritual disconnect, questioning God and his plans for your life, wondering why he would allow such a horrible experience, right? There's a sense of abandonment and isolation. It's like you're starting with a blank slate, but a broken one. And now you have to figure out how to pick up all the pieces and put them back together to form something even slightly recognizable. All, all while attempting to bond with your baby or maybe now your grown child. Be a great mom, whatever that looks like for you. And rediscover who you are as a woman and what your roles are now. All while trying not to project your experiences, your trauma, your pain onto those around you, right? It's a lot. Then there's the struggle of comparison and limiting beliefs. You fall into the trap of thinking you should be like that other mom over there, that you should be a grateful and joyous mom simply because your child's alive. You think that if you just do the things other moms do that you'll embrace motherhood more fully or you'll be able to connect those things with your identity when that's actually backwards. The actions you take should be based on who you are, what you value, your likes and dislikes, your individuality. Your identity is based on your beliefs. And here's the thing. We often connect our negative experiences with who we are or who we will be. It unfortunately happens naturally because we try to adapt to our circumstances and in doing so, we adapt to new beliefs. We adopt new thought patterns and habits that detract from who we actually are. We end up carrying so much mental baggage. Our conscious thoughts become our subconscious beliefs which end up creating our actions or inaction that lead to our experiences. So when we're doubting and questioning and thinking all these negative things about ourselves, we end up creating a negative outcome, which is that we're not good enough, worthy, or valuable. And that convinces us that we really are those things. We then fall into the trap of believing that we merely need to accept and embrace the role of mother now, despite feeling lost and unsure, and convince ourselves that nothing else really matters because of this new role in life, right? But the longer we go without addressing these things, the more lost we become. It isn't until we go back to who God says we are that we can rediscover who we are in all other various roles in life. If we believe one thing but live another, we're not in alignment. We're out of integrity, which is why we have no idea who in the heck we really are. And God says, you are made in his image, that you are worthy that you are valued. He says you're his child. He says you're loved. You're blessed. He says you are redeemed. God he says you are enough because Christ is enough. He says you are all these things, yet when we live believing all the lies, we become deceived. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants us to question, to feel lost, to feel defeated, because he knows that when we step into who we truly are, that he no longer will have a grip on us. So I'm going to share with you five steps to rediscover who you are and to reclaim your identity. And the steps go to the acronym of FAITH. Okay, so they're easy to remember. F-A-I-T-H. First, focus on your faith walk. 
we often overcomplicate this, but it's actually simple. The point is to grow closer to God and to trust him in total surrender. And there are three key components of this that you can turn into a daily ritual to help create a deeper connection between you and God. But be sure not to turn this into another checklist because we have enough of those, right? Plus then it feels less genuine. Make this something that suits you and your needs and feels true to you. Again, not falling into that comparison trap of thinking it should look a certain way because it truly looks different for everyone. These are just three things I've found that helped me and continue to help me grow in my faith walk, especially in tough times. I personally enjoy doing these three things in my morning routine to set the tone for the day. And these three things are first prayer. And this is simply conversation with God, like a friend. There's no specific way to pray, so you literally can't do it wrong. You can pray in your mind out loud, or some people enjoy keeping a prayer journal and writing prayers to God. It can be done at any time of day, but it's important to set aside intentional time. You can include personal needs and desires, requests for others, and just pour out your heart, your emotions, and ask for guidance throughout each day. And then the second piece is gratitude. We often take this for granted, right? I mentioned this at the very beginning before we even jumped into the episode. The power of thankfulness. It literally can change our state of being and it glorifies God. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So I like to start my morning prayers with gratitude to help shift my mindset and have a positive starting point to create that joyful connection with God. And then the third piece is scripture. And this can be a devotional or a passage from the Bible. It helps to renew the mind each day. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect, and is the key to answering life's challenges and offering encouragement through battles and obstacles. Isaiah 26, 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. It is literally God speaking to you when you're reading scripture, when you're diving into scripture. That is God speaking to you. But then, secondly, so we talked about our faith walk. Now we're going into becoming more aware and practicing affirmations. This is where you have to become mindful of your thoughts. What's coming up for you? What doubts and fears are you experiencing and why? When are you experiencing those things? Where do your beliefs stem from? What caused them? The point is to get to the root of it all versus just surface level and what seems to be the case. We need to take our thoughts captive and replace them with truth. It all begins with acknowledging the things that aren't serving you, confronting the lies and embracing the truth. What God says about you makes great affirmations. I actually love referring to these as God-formations, but uh, basically just choose three to five affirmations to print out or write out that you can say in front of the mirror each day. And the more you say them, the more ingrained they'll become. It literally helps to rewire the brain to create new beliefs. And then third, accept and embrace your individuality. That's the I in faith, individuality. 
God created each one of us unique with different gifts, skills, likes, and dislikes, and quirks. We aren't meant to all conform to the same mold. If something feels out of alignment with who you are, it probably is. This goes back to comparison. If you're mimicking what you think you should do, be like, act like, enjoy, not enjoy, instead of what is right for you as an individual, you'll likely end up feeling even less enough and even more like a failure, and you won't be in or on purpose or feel fulfilled. And then fourth is to build trust, or basically to grow in confidence. So the T is trust. And this is in God, yourself, and your body, the way God perfectly created it, and to reclaim who you are. This requires daily mindset shifts that can only happen once you're aware and make a conscious choice to change things. God gave us the power of choice. So when we choose to work through those limiting beliefs and replace them with empowering ones, we begin to shift our paradigm. You also have to be consistent in your daily practices to grow in faith because this is what will allow you to regain trust in God, grow in that confidence in his plans for your life, as well as in your competence. As a child of God, we get to choose to be stronger, more confident, unshakable, empowered. We get to choose our perception. And then fifth, the H, is holistic wellness. Mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. Each of these areas is related to our identity. For example, when we're in a poor mental and emotional state, it often shows in how we show up in daily life and how we relate to those around us. And here's the thing. When we're in a poor spiritual state, it affects every other area of our well-being. So when our spiritual wellness is at the forefront, our mental and emotional health tend to follow suit, leading to physical well-being because we're more apt then to show care, love, and appreciation for ourselves and to see others or sorry, to see ourselves the way God sees us in Christ, which is made new and perfect in him. So, to recap those five steps of the faith acronym, it's Focus on your faith walk, be aware, practice affirmations, embrace your individuality that God blessed you with, grow in trust, and ensure you care for yourself holistically, body, mind, and soul. And remember, our trauma does not define us unless we let it. We get to define our story and who we are. So, Mama, God gave us that power of choice. How will you choose to live today? Have an amazing rest of your Wednesday and an incredible rest of your week. I cannot wait to be with you again next week. You, Mama, you have the power to move forward. You have the power of choice. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to heal. You can choose to move forward. 